Thanks for clicking into the Connected Hospital podcast by Touchpoint Media. I'm Lance Lunsford, bringing insight on today's enterprise technology systems looking to transform and advance the work of providers all over the world. The universe of the human genome is complex, and with only a few decades of the full mapping of the human gene at hand, we are just now starting to understand how we might affect it and use its insights to influence our healthcare. Certainly we hear reports about the impact of technology like CRISPR and what it will have, but other technology is already emerging to help patients better analyze and see into their bodies. Today we talk to one of those companies, MyFitKey, and its CEO, Fritz Gardner, who has emerged with the intention to go straight to the consumer, specifically online, but even more specifically, the high-end athlete online. To shorthand it concisely, we'll just call them those weekend warriors. You know several of them, but in reality, this population of consumers spends significantly on their outdoor activities, from $10,000 bikes to travel for Ironman races in Kona, Hawaii, or the Chicago Marathon. To understand their bodies, these individuals are willing to look deeply within their own systems and to understand how to get in shape quicker, in the right places, and at the right times. Add to that being able to understand your body's response to certain pharmaceuticals. Indeed, MyFitKey can see directly into your body's reaction to various drugs, revealing your risk for opioid addiction or your body's potential response to a certain heart medication and the unforeseen risk that might be associated. MyFitKey details how they are at the forefront of the relationship in healthcare and the human genome and helping consumers understand their bodies. Thusly, the potential to shape the future of healthcare outcomes for patients. I'm Lance Lunsford and this is Connected Hospital. Uh, we're talking today with Fritz Gartner. He is the leadership at MyFitKey, which is an organization I started talking to uh, several months ago because they're in that area that I think uh, a lot of companies are looking at now and its application of the, the genome. And so when we talk about some companies that are out there already, they probably come to uh, probably come to top of, nine, top of mind when we are looking at how uh, the genome is being looked at to tap into more of the consumerism of healthcare, but Fritz and his team at MyFitKey has already started that. They're, they take, for a simple approach, to really summarize it, is taking a look at your DNA testing for athletes and seeing what your DNA says about how you're doing a lot of uh, your, your workouts, how you're training. Um, and so we're going to talk a little bit about the, the consumerism side of what MyFitKey does, but thanks, Fritz, for, for joining. Why don't you tell us in your own words, what MyFitKey does. Well, thank you, Lance. Thanks for the opportunity and uh, good to be speaking with you. Uh, MyFitKey uh, is a genetics company that focuses on DNA testing for athletes, as you said. We, uh, through a buckle swab, uh, we look at about 125 different points, different SNPs, individual rungs of the DNA ladder. Uh, and we come and tell you different things about different aspects of your athleticism. So five main areas, power and endurance, uh, trainability as, it, uh, as regards to uh, your VO2 max, 
uh, risk of injury, uh, certain certain weight and diet issues. Not so much you should eat this and not that, but more along the lines of if we all eat the same meal, uh, the same diet, some of us are going to tend to gain more weight than others. Uh, some of us respond better to exercise. And then finally, we talk about a few health conditions uh, to watch out for, high cholesterol, uh, type 2 diabetes, uh, things like that. Then besides all that, we do another section called uh, pharmacogenomics testing, which is how your body metabolizes about 118 different drugs, different pharmaceuticals. Uh, and that together is our offering. And uh, we, we, we like to say that uh, instead of just providing DNA results, we'll also provide actionable uh, recommendations uh, for what you can do with those DNA results. So there's an opportunity here to engage uh, individuals directly on what is going on in their body and, and how their 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 genome um, is can speak to them and, and how they can basically interact with it. I think what a lot of people aren't seeing is is how that um, how that's going to be an opportunity downstream just in, in healthcare. And, and for a second, I think let's stay on kind of that target market of athletes. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, if you think about actionability, I think that's, that's the main point that we wanted to focus on. Um, after the, the, the human genome project was completed, there was a lot of stuff you could you could explore about the genome you could you could identify what part did what and and that's that's great that's that's critical but uh i think we're in that next phase where now you know what your gene status is on this or the other uh, different gene or snip uh and and just knowing that is not enough um you need you need to actually pair that with the expertise of knowing how to train better. Example, uh, your DNA will tell you, okay, you're highly susceptible to injury. Uh, your DNA will tell you that you are an endurance athlete, uh, that your VO2 max, that you can easily modify your VO2 max. Uh, those are all nice things, but Unless you sit down and think about it or work with a trainer, someone who says, okay, let's put this information together along with some other important physiological information, such as you weigh 500 pounds and you're four foot 11. Uh, well, you know, that, that, those physiological aspects will help or, or, or should guide your training as well as your DNA. So you, you have to really put together a holistic picture. And that's what we want to do. So when we talk about the, the, those athletes, I mean, we're not talking about in this, and we will in a minute, but we're not talking about kind of Medicare age patients, but, Correct. Um, but, and when we're talking about athletes, we're not necessarily talking about Lance Armstrong either. Right. So who, who are we talking about? Well, a coach a long time ago told me from the moment you choose to do a push up or, or take a walk around the block, you're an athlete, but let, let's focus, let's focus as you're suggesting on, on the more, more committed athlete. So our, our target audience, uh, when we started the company was, was really the weekend warrior, the, the, the guy who, uh, motivates himself, the lady who goes out there at, at six in the morning and does the running and prepares for, uh, their, their 10 Ks, their half marathons, their marathons, 
and 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 just want to do better. And they tend to right now they tend to sign up for a for a training run or for a training uh, uh, group. Uh, and then a lot of folks uh, they get injured because they overtrain. They they think that really you know uh, the two month um, speed training uh, uh, or fast training program is going to get them there, and uh, they overdo it. Uh, they don't run with a heart rate monitor. Some people get into to, to real trouble, and they they just they just really need some more information, and that's what we're trying to provide. So, and that speaks to me a little bit too. So, I let me kind of go into to my my own personal uh, relationship with uh, fitness and and how this speaks to me. But when I first started getting in shape, I, I swam in high school, and I you know did the typical worked out intermittently in college, got out of college, got into work life, gained a ton of weight, um, but was super uncomfortable. Uh, and, and after a couple of years decided like I needed to make fitness kind of part of my regular regime and got into triathlon again, swimming kind of made that easy for me. But the, the reason I find this particularly interesting and, and why it does speak to me, um, is because of that aspect where my wife was constantly worried that I was going to be one of those guys that they found out on the side of the road, died of a heart attack um, from some unknown heart condition that, you know, maybe because of some medication that I had been taken or something like that, that there had been something adverse occur. And then, you know, it's that famous kind of dialogue that occurs. So, well, he was a super fit and healthy guy and we didn't know. And, um, so being able to see certain areas of risk, your team can use what is, what, what is in your um, genome to see those various levels of risk. And, and you do that analysis on a couple of levels. So if you could kind of tell me about how you do the analysis and, and what the consumer on, on my end, if it, or what my wife would see to kind of put her mind at ease as I go out <laughs> on one of those, those 50 minute jogs. Sure, sure. So, uh, as I mentioned earlier, one of the areas that we look at on the athletic fitness side, uh, on the what we call the fit genes section of the report, um, is a couple uh, are a couple of specific health conditions. So, uh, coronary artery disease, uh, high cholesterol, uh, you know, type two diabetes, etc. So, uh, we have identified very well established, very good research exists, uh, pointing to certain SNPs, certain individual rungs of the DNA ladder that, that, uh, in, with a certain kind of mutation with a certain, certain kind of status are indicative of risk for those, uh, kinds of diseases. So here's, here's the issue. As we learn more about the genome, there are more and more and more uh, genes and individual spots that have to do with these various diseases. So in the area of, corner, of, of, of uh, heart disease, uh, we, we also wanted to address uh, folks who may have a history of hypertrophic cardiomyopathy. Um, this is thickening of the, of the heart. Uh, so, so we have also, we also offer a deeper dive on that test. So that's what you're talking about, the different levels of testing. Uh, if, if somebody wants the, I would call it uh, more general screening, uh, 
um, that is definitely available in fit genes with all the other things I mentioned. But if you want to do a deeper dive, and this is now a, uh, a medical test, this is something that I would recommend uh, the athlete shares with uh, their, their physician, um, if they're concerned with a cardiologist, and we would provide also genetic counseling for uh, folks who need it. So when we look at then beyond the, the athlete, uh, where, where is your team looking now? You know, that as we talked, I guess I wouldn't say the weekend warrior type, but where are we looking beyond those guys and gals that are doing uh, Ironman triathlon and um, where, where does this kind of go into the, the broader world? Great, great question. And, and this is something that uh, we did not intend. It seems to work out this way sometimes. Uh, we did not intend to go after that uh, non-semi-athletic market, but, but it, it's very clear that that's where we're headed. Um, give you an example. Patients who or people who are recently diagnosed uh, with Parkinson's or the, the, the typical uh, 55-year-old person who goes to the cardiologist and is warned, you have got to do something because, you know, you're, you're, you're at risk. Uh, a lot of these folks haven't done any exercise in 20, 30 years. They don't know where to start. So, you know, we have had a lot of interest from trainers, from cardiologists, sports medicine docs, um, neurologists, because Parkinson's is so associated with uh, exercise as a therapeutic part. Um, people who say, look, help orient the athlete, help orient this individual uh, who, who now, you know, we, we, because we can indicate whether a person is more power versus endurance, you know, we can recommend, you know, take a walk around the block to get started, start walking or to get started, use the, 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 the stretch bands, the uh, resistance bands or do push-ups or something like that. If you're, and then eventually we'll blend the two together, but, but this is an easier way to get going. Uh, a lot of times these folks uh, uh, want to make sure that they don't get injured. Well, we have an uh, injury profile so that we know if they're susceptible to soft tissue injury, if, you know, if it's especially important that they do some strength work before they go and start running or do some stuff. So, you know, we're, we're seeing a great uh, uh, opportunity to address those folks. And then you layer in the fact that uh, we do a full pharmacogenomics test uh, which would offer their uh, offer these folks uh, advice on how their body would metabolize certain uh, certain pharmaceuticals. Yeah, so let's, 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 I think it's going to be good to to dig into that. I, I think before we do, you know, you think about what's what you would be analyzing and and how complex the body is and and how sometimes inaccessible that information or those reports are um, that even when we have them in our, in our hands, uh, how over our heads, those are kind of written, um, in a very medical ease, uh, language that you needed, uh, uh, you know, seven years of medical school to, <laughs> to understand how is it that the consumer is, how do, how do you guys give that, that consumer something that they can actually engage with? 
Well, it, we, in order to develop the language that appears in our report, uh, we did it in a, in a very systematic way. Well, we, we, well, we can talk about that later if you want. But what we did was include a step, a very deliberate step, where we looked at the DNA language or the results language that scientists and doctors sort of gravitate to. And we had, um, we had someone uh, write it in plain old English. Um, and we feel like that, ha- that is a big step forward uh, from the typical DNA reports. Uh, but we also wanted to make, provide real information. Uh, and, and, you know, we, finding that balance um, was difficult, but we, I think we got it. Well, I, I think that that's uh, the the really important part of of everything that's going on right now is being able to give the consumer something that they can really engage with. We keep talking about patient experience. We keep talking about um, patient engagement and patient satisfaction. And uh, many times we kind of forget the fact that a lot of this information is is somewhat um, not necessarily over people's heads, but just not even delivered in a way that has the intention um, of 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 being engaging and consumable. So uh, that, that, and that gets us into a little bit of, again, speaking about complexity is how complex pharmacogenomics, just the phrase kind of iterates this idea of complexity and the, the science that has gone into that. But by and large, the idea of pharmacogenomics is to highlight for the patient their genetic profile and the risk associated with certain drugs or or their the effect that certain drugs might have on their body is that a fair way to to describe where pharmacogenomics uh, applies to what a patient consumer uh, will be caring about yes yes and it is a fair way of describing it and but just to add a little bit more clarity to it i, I would i would suggest that people uh, are are worried about different kinds of drug drug interactions uh, they're worried about different kinds of gene drug interactions and those two are different so uh, just to clarify we are not talking about how uh, different drugs will interact with each other if you're taking multiple more if you're taking more than one drug we're talking about how a drug will interact with your gene and specifically how that gene will metabolize the drug so um, that those things are are very important I, I like to I like to give the example of of warfarin uh, warfarin is a one of the the most common blood thinners in the world, also known as Coumadin. Uh, and then pe- few people realize that that is also rat poison. So when a doctor prescribes that, uh, they'll say, oh, Lance, you're this age, you're male, you're this tall, let's give you this much and see how you do. <laughs> well, that's a little shocking. Uh, and they, they want you to, to stick around for a while just to see how you do. Uh, and if you, if you, if you develop a bruise, they say, oh, we gave you too much. And that sounds a little shocking. So in addition to your height, weight, uh, gender, et cetera, we can provide 
uh, a, a genetic component where we say, you look, genetically, you metabolize warfarin uh, very slowly. So it builds up in your system. You're going to have to be careful with this. Or you metabolize it really fast. We, we probably want to give you a little bit more because that's how we get the intended uh, effects of the drug. So, you know, this is this is a very important field and it's uh, it's it's well established, but still the medical community is only adopting it now. So when a when someone when a when you deliver your report uh, to to a patient, they're able to how how are how how do they see kind of the the breakdown of uh their profile? Well, in in terms of the the um uh report itself, it's divided into the two sections, the athletic section and the pharmacogenomic section. And the pharmacogenomic section simply lists all the drugs that we look at one by one uh, and in alphabetical order. And for each of those drugs, there is a clear icon with a statement about how uh, about whether or not we are recommending that the, this client athlete, patient athlete, should be should 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 take that drug or not or take it with caution, uh, and then we'll explain why. The language in that part of the report, Lance, uh, is more medical, and that part of the report is intended to review with your physician. Um, but but we do give a clear icon that you know red, yellow, green uh, that that indicates whether or not the person is suitable. Okay, so so. When we now that kind of gets into this idea of there being an interaction with a, a someone on on the medical team, what what opportunities are there to actually interface what you're doing um, directly with hospitals and providers out in the communities? Um, maybe even before you have a first touch with a patient, uh, but rather you having that first kind of business relationship with the provider. Sure. Um... And, and that that sort of gets into how we intended to market our product and and who we intended to talk to. Originally, it was just going to go. We were just going to go directly to the consumer, and that was it. Uh, but we are getting a lot of interest from physicians, sports medicine folks. Um, uh, also, surprisingly, um, uh, psychologists, pe- people who see a lot of young patients. Uh, ADD medication is covered in our pharmacogenomics list. Um, so, you know, we, we interface with those docs by offering them a sample report, but then they do understand what each of our comments mean, and then they can provide their input to the, uh, patient athlete. Um, I don't know if that's the answer to the question, but, but it is, it, 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 we are increasing our exposure and, and communication with the medical community. We actually operate, our company was, was originally a medical lab only. We, we run a cap and clear lab uh, that, uh, that is intended for uh, support of the medical community. So the, um, the, I guess let's really take a look at then how you come up with that that report because we we do have several nightmare scenarios on our hands where um, the genome has and blood, through blood testing has been uh, examined and has had tons of funding backing it up and there's uh, at least one very high profile case of a fraudulent uh, venture 
what's the efficacy behind MyFitKey and your examination of your patient's genome? Um, great question. Uh, so, so I think to answer that question, uh, let me answer it in two parts. The the uh, research, the the established understanding, the, the 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 reliability of the pharmacogenomics piece is very high. There are established organizations like CPIC and PharmGKB which are responsible for looking at all the different research available on, on this issue and then uh, sort of recommending uh, how to use that information and what can be said about the different drugs and the different gene statuses and, and how, how those uh, different genes uh, status patients metabolize drugs. So that is sort of established medical science and accepted. On the on the uh, athletic side, uh, that is newer research. So uh, we we developed our report by looking uh, critically. We hired a third party to basically uh, review what we wanted to say and advise us on how much research was available uh, to support us getting involved in that kind of thing, saying those kinds of things. And we had to uh, put some things to the side while that research develops further. But we went with the established research that we found that is available on PubMed. And we provide that research, those references and links to those references uh, on our report. Uh, so it is, it, is, uh, it is well established. And in the report itself, we also tell people that for each individual gene, this is the level of research. Is it gold level? Is it silver? Is it preliminary research? Uh, which we would include because we feel like uh, that is up and coming and we want to keep an eye on it uh, so that in the future it will, uh, it will turn into something. Great. Um, well, and again, I, I think that that's going to be the place where uh, healthcare is able to really build off of the, the in the same way that it, it has throughout time, build off of the discoveries uh, that maybe weren't necessarily intended to occur inside the hospital, but certainly there's application that we can see um, in the, the areas that you brought up from the um, sports rehab areas uh, to just the overall wellness and fitness that 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 we all seek. Um, do you see, um, you know, a preventative alignment with uh, healthcare, especially as baby boomers age and they start to have more time that they are going to have available that they're going to want to commit to understanding what's going on in their bodies and the best way to get there. You brought up the example earlier that as people are starting to just start, maybe begin a fitness journey, they maybe haven't taken a step into a jog um, or even gone for a long walk. Um, do you see maybe growth of what you and your team are doing into something that's a little bit more mainstream over time um, and maybe a first doing a, a, a genome uh, analysis is something you would do as a first step rather than maybe the first step uh, with a lot of cases is touring a gym with a, a trainer who has had two hours of a certification? 
<laughs> yeah, great point. So I do see this as being a very, a very, very much part of an introduction to uh, getting in shape. Uh, and and in fact, we are talking to uh, very established gyms who are wanting to offer this as part of their package to new members. Uh, let me give you a, a, a case study uh, that 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 happened, and it's it's basically what happened to me. Uh, I weighed two hundred and eight pounds. Uh, I called myself a runner. Uh, I'm a middle of the pack kind of guy, but I was always injured. Um, so my my genetic test revealed, uh, first of all, it confirmed that uh, I do have a predisposition to injury. Um, that I, I've got a couple of things that were really good. I got a couple of things that were really bad. Okay, let me just leave it there. So that turned into a change in my training. So I, I uh, instead of running five days a week, I ran, I am running three days a week. Instead of running full, uh, you know, big long distances, I chop it up. So I, I walk, run, walk half, run half. Uh, I changed my form. So instead of landing on my heel, I was a heel striker. I started landing more on the front of my foot. Uh, and in order to do that, I had to reinforce my calf. So I did some exercises for that. So that enabled me and I layered in cycling and swimming. So I went from running five days a week to doing some form of exercise six days a week. So I increased my exercise but by, by spreading out uh, among different exercises and different intensities, I am no longer injured. And I've, I haven't been injured for, for six months now. Uh, so I, I think that that's a really great example of how, you know, with the, you're able to use this information to empower that patient, customize what it is um, that their body needs specifically to get a, a specific outcome. And again, um, you know, we can do these generalized pieces of advice or guidance that you can get in a book um, on a, you know, uh, training for a marathon, for example, or losing 15 pounds or a, a diet program. But with the uniqueness that can occur from various strata of, of the population, um, being able to see into that with that transparency is is really amazing, and and, as, and it's amazing point in time point in time that where we are and and what your company is bringing to the table. So uh, it's definitely very exciting. Where do you see my fit key in the next one uh, one year, and, and where do you see it in five years? Um, I see the the amount of interest on the part of uh, trainers and doctors is is really is really phenomenal. Uh, so I think that we, as MyFitKey, are going to be leading that uh, that that group of DNA testing companies that collaborate with trainers and doctors. Whereas the the, the first group of DNA testing companies, um, direct to consumer DNA testing companies, tended to to just focus on getting you a report and not continuing any kind of relationship or support. I think in the future, we're going to have to accept, everybody's going to have to accept, and we embrace that. And we, that that's, what, that's the position we want to be, uh, where we will work with the trainer and the physician and uh, we'll keep 
them informed of the latest uh, and greatest research that that we are seeing. Uh, and then we will collaborate with them to 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 recommend different things. Braces for people. There there are genetic ind- markers for ankle instability specifically, and that's really good science behind that. So you know if 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 our way of remaining involved is actually providing braces and getting involved in in other aspects of their their uh, their uh, their athletic life, well that that'll be the way we. We do that. So we're going to grow with the athlete, the client athletes, uh, and we're going to uh, uh, collaborate with their caregivers and trainers. Well, well, what you what you and your team are, are doing is amazing. You know, again, I've, I've toured your lab space and and the partnership that you have uh, to deliver just the highest quality lab and uh, highest quality analysis on on um, genomic testing is is really impressive. Um, and, and again, we're, I'm excited to see where this goes in the future. Again, not only as a as an individual, we, you know, we we met um, and I first was exposed to my fit key at the at the expo for a Captex triathlon here in in Austin, which I, I do every year. I'm just a sprint guy lately. I haven't I haven't haven't gone back to the Olympic distances or the half Ironman yet. But uh, you know the having access to one of those reports is is a was individually as a is an individual fascinating but having done triathlon since you know regularly since 2006 my first one in 2003 which was a total nightmare I'll send you the video um <laughs> you know it, it's it's amazing that that's where we are and and again I'm I'm glad we've been able to talk and I'm excited about following um my fit key is now you've got other uh, relationships uh, with in the athletic community, some top tier banner um, races across the country, and and really getting the brand out there. It's going to be exciting to watch, not only from the athlete perspective, but then also just uh, your relationships with hospitals and providers to get these reports out to to people to empower them and see what their bodies are doing. We're looking forward to it. Well, thank you, Fritz. We look forward to uh, talking more. You can. Read more about what MyFitKey does at MyFitKey.com. You can go online and and order your test, which comes in a kit delivered to your home. Um, And again, it might be coming to a hospital or physician near you. So it's uh, go set up your account, buy a test, and see what your uh, genome says. Thanks a lot, Fritz. Thank you, Lance.